Welcome to this episode of Miss Law Explains Things. Welcome back to another episode of Miss Law Explains Things. So the episode today is going to be focusing on the topic of firms and decisions and the evaluative question that will be covered is discuss whether the entry of Lazada into the online supermarket business is likely to be beneficial to society. So the relevant concepts in this episode include growth of firms, diversification, innovation, product differentiation, uh, competition versus collusion, as well as revenue and cost factors. So I think this is an interesting um, question because it's actually focusing on online businesses and in terms of how we want to kind of analyze it, we have to kind of get an understanding about what Lazada is, what it does to give us some context. But other than that, the question is quite uh, similar to what we are quite familiar with, just the impact of the entry of a new firm, just increased levels of competition. How is it going to affect our demand, right? Our MRAR, how is it going to affect our cost? And in terms of like mentioning benefits to society, we need to look at things like allocated efficiency, you know, product efficiency, dynamic efficiency, consumer welfare, equity, basically all of that. Uh, and this is interesting because we need to make sure that we have enough scope, I think, of our discussion. We need to make sure that it's also contextualized. And at the end of the day, we also need to know whether or not entry of Lazada is a good or bad thing on the whole, or whether the government needs to do something about it. So, Lazada, uh, when it was opening, going into, sorry, the online supermarket business, right, it decided to fold Red Mart uh, into its platform, which I think is interesting. Okay, so people think, oh, entry, right, so let's say in the preamble, they actually give you a bit more explanation of exactly what was the context and circumstances. Uh, Lazada is an e-commerce company, right? So I'm sure that you know it sells lots of. It's like a platform for like a lot of like items to be sold. Uh, but in 2016, right, it actually acquired Redmart, okay? But it kept it as a standalone entity until now, in which it subsumed Redmart, okay? And it made its foray into the online supermarket business. So on the surface, it looks like okay, that's another you know choice for us. Uh. Um, this is good because increased level of competition, so lower allocative inefficiency. But if we go closer, we realize that it also involves integration of red map, which also means market consolidation. So we're kind of like in a gray area. We don't really know whether or not this is a good thing or bad thing. But we need to talk about all the possible aspects of this discussion. Number one, what is the theoretical impact? Or what actually also happens in reality, which is that it involves integration of red map. Right, so said, Lazada said, okay, it will allow shoppers to buy its groceries and fresh product, fresh products produced already, along with other products already on its site at a single location. So technically not a really bad thing because there's greater convenience, there's greater variety of goods and services available uh, to consumers, right? And there's also a lot of convenience because you can just use the existing app, right? And then you just need to use the Lazada app so you can go and buy your things from Redmart. And there's a lot of features that people are already kind of familiar with. For example, you have purchase history, two-hour delivery windows, right? And the minimum order to get free delivery, right? So I think that's interesting, the way that they kind of brought uh, Redmart in. And they also have a membership program, which kind of allows them to product differentiate, but that is called Live Up, right? So it offers savings, rewards, and lifestyle services from various companies, right? And I think that's interesting that they've included all of these other sort of promotional strategies because it shows that they're really trying to consolidate 
market power and product differentiate and basically make the demand more price inelastic. Right? And I think Lazada's move into the business it was kind of came as a result of the fact that more people are buying things online. Uh, and the retail market in Southeast Asia is expected to be worth US $309 billion by 2021. So this article was written in the past. Uh, which Singapore will contribute $7 billion. And Indonesia will be the biggest market, $120 billion. Right? So this is interesting because they're basically trying to capitalize on a much uh, larger market and market growth. Okay? So they're going to spearhead the push uh, into Southeast Asia. Okay? And the way that they kind of entered the market was not in order to like so-called introduce competition, though in the short run maybe there is some effect. But more of like they were trying to merge, they merged and integrated a quiet red mark, right? And then from there, we need to kind of think about whether or not consumers are likely to benefit. So on the surface, it looks good now. Alright, because it seems like it's introducing more choice to all of us and we'll probably do like a very theoretical idea to look at it. But when we look closer, we realize there's a lot of market consolidation and the method of entry involves already some sort of merger and acquisition, which may not good for society uh, in the long run. So maybe we need more information about whether or not Lazada, for example, is going to continue to innovate, right? Whether Lazada has like abused its monopoly power in the past, whether the market is contestable, we don't know whether there's any other big uh, online supermarket business businesses out there. If there is, then maybe we don't need to be so concerned about Lazada. But if Lazada is going to continue on its current trajectory and continue to consolidate market power, then we might have some cause for concern. Right? And we might need the government to step in, right, or some sort of regulatory body to step in to ensure that there's fair competition in this industry. Right, so I think this is quite a broad question. It involves growth of firms, but it also uh, begs the question of thinking about how this growth has occurred. Has it occurred in a way that is beneficial to most members of society? Or is it done in a way in order to actually kind of like, you know, discreetly consolidate more market power? Okay, and I think there's also a lot of discussion nowadays about these online businesses which we'll look at in some subsequent episodes. Okay, so thank you and I'll see you in the next episode on macro goals and policies.